Welcome back to the Red Line Podcast. I'm your host, Justin, here, joined by my good friend, Alex. Alex, how are you? Justin, Wednesday, as always, coming back, uh, finally in the swing of things once again. So uh, happy to uh, finally get back on a little schedule. June, hot as balls, finally. I guess finally. I don't know. I was on the golf course today, had a good day. Uh, didn't shoot all that great. I, uh, where were we? I think we were 17 over. So, I mean, could have been worse, but uh, we had a good time. You got, you're still working on knocking off the rust here, huh? Yeah. Oh, I sure am. Long winter? It was a long winter. It was. <laughs> I mean, it was a even, mild even, winter. Even though we didn't have a winter, it was just a long one. Right. March carried into April, and April kind of carried into May. So, I mean, March and April were just, did they even happen? Did those months even happen? We were just like inside. Like, that was it. It's, it's kind of just one big, like, Month. March. March 61st, like that kind of deal. It was, it was kind of like the longest, like, sh- it was the shortest, longest months, though, I feel like. Those are the longest months, but they really kind of felt short. Uh, it just felt, well, I mean, it, it it's really not that short when every day is the same day. So right. It's just that kind of idea. All right, we'll jump into it here. So last time on Monday, we were discussing the NHL's return and saying that the NBA, um, it seemed counterproductive, that whole deal. Um, but they finally announced their plan today. It'll be 16 teams. Um, there will be, no, 22 teams joining. And the 22 teams will be the Pelicans, the Trailblazers, the Suns, the Kings, the Spurs, the Wizards, the Bucks, Lakers, Raptors, Clippers, Celtics, Nuggets, Jazz, Heat, Rockets, Thunder, Pacers, Sixers, Mavs, Grizzlies, Nets, and Magic. So, with that said, there's going to be 20. There's going to be 22 teams all together in Orlando. 13 Western Conference, nine Eastern Conference. They will play eight regular season games per team, and they will play in for the four for the for the eight seeds. July 31st to October 12th. Tomorrow they will approve it, and the NBA is back. Yeah, I mean, like I said, uh, they would most likely mirror what the NHL did. Uh, you know, with they're obviously they're coming back for the regular season. I don't really know why. I don't know if it's really necessary. I think if you just kind of lumped, I mean, I can see why with them having 13 teams in the West, guys like the Trailblazers, the Pelicans, and uh, help me out. What, what Kings, was the one Spurs, of the, the Kings? Suns. The Spurs. Yeah. I mean, oh, I, man, like I said, I, we haven't looked at the, the standings forever. I actually, um, but I'm pretty sure the Spurs were a little bit below 500 and they got in, or they're right around 500 when the well, when the league came to a stop. Well, I mean, like, I, like well, we already know that that uh, the eight seed is always kind of iffy, you know, like even even uh, Brooklyn a few years ago, they were terrible and they still had an outside chance at the eight seed under being 500. You know, it's kind of like uh, kind of like football this year, eight and eight, you get in the playoffs like what the hell anyway. And the Spurs continue their streak here and continuously getting into the playoffs this year is kind of kind of looking on the downside. But Greg Popovich, he sneaks in there again. And continues that solid streak. You know, whether or not they could have had a play-in to begin with for uh, the eighth seed, and we did we really need eight regular season games? I don't really know. I don't, I'm not totally familiar with the inner workings of it yet, but I do want to point out uh, that they had Florida wrapped up and they had Florida wrapped around their finger. And I said, hmm, I wonder why the NHL is not going to Florida. Sure enough, uh, when you wish upon a star, NBA is coming to Disney World. And 
I thought it was kind of interesting when I saw when I saw there was going to be um, the the thirteen Western Conference and nine Eastern. I thought there was going to be like some sort of split, maybe put like the back half of the West and put them in the East Division, but they're not dividing. And I don't think they are. I think the Western Conference is going to stay with the 13 and the Eastern is going to stay with the 9 from what I've seen before. But I don't know if that's subject to change. Like, like we talked about it off the air before. Um, they didn't really give much of a plan. They gave dates and they gave a kind of a, a rough S, like a kind of an idea of who's coming. But I don't know how they're going to finish off the regular season when, you know, like these teams are supposed to play some of the teams that aren't in the bubble. So they didn't give much of a plan, but they are coming back, which kind of we saw the writing on the wall like we said it'd be counterproductive to open up the courts and not have them come back so it was kind of obvious they were coming back it was just a matter of when they were announcing it and how they were doing it and i feel like they did mirror the nhl plan but uh they did put their little twist on it most certainly uh you know i mirror in the sense of very slightly mirroring obviously you gotta go off of some kind of you know 2014 22 team whatever it might be obviously the nba going with the regular season so even here uh, it says that Silva recently told owners that target date for the league to resume play is the 31st. But there's no real, you know, announcement. Even like each of the 22 teams will play eight regular season games in Orlando for seeding purposes for the playoffs. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it's kind of like the NHL, I guess, without the whole round robin kind of qualifying right. deal. So, I mean, close or not, it's the same idea and all. I mean, other than you know, you have a, you probably have a better chance. Well, I don't know what you, I mean, it, it could go, it's 50, 50, really. I mean, I think it's, here's the plan. If the ninth seed is more than four games behind the eighth seed, number eight makes playoffs fewer than four games. There's a play in tournament. So I guess the, it's a little more complicated in the NBA rather than NHL or the NHL. It's kind of, you win, you're in, you lose, you, you lose your best of five, you're out. But, whether or, not that, a better ch- whether or not you have a better chance the NBA or NHL, I think it's kind of flip a coin kind of deal. But NBA is back, and uh, they may be a little more generous than the NHL in terms of seeding, or I think, well, definitely more generous, that's for sure. I mean, even having teams like uh, San Antonio, Washington, Sacramento, even the Suns. like Oh, the Suns, yeah. I don't think they had even had a – they mathematically might have, but they had no chance of getting into the playoffs. And now they get a chance to play in. But uh, as you said, though, it says that this is via Woj right off his Twitter. If the ninth seed is more than four games behind the eighth, no eight makes the playoffs. Fewer than four games, a play-in tournament. The play-in format requires a double elimination format for the eighth seed and a single elimination for the ninth. So this could get really interesting. Yeah, we definitely could have some uh, some uh, sleepers coming in there on, on the back end. I- I'll be very excited to uh, see what the futures come out to, what kind of odds we get for some of these teams, because uh, I'm definitely interested. I will allow these sports books, especially a certain one in Rhode Island, to take all the money. Uh, They take all of my money. Yeah, like we talked about, right? The Bruins, we're going to put that on them. And I think my favorite right now, hurts me to say it, for the NBA is going to be the Lakers. You know, I want to put the Celtics as much, but I mean, if we were to go to that certain sports book in Rhode Island, if we were to go there tomorrow, obviously they're not opened. If we were to go there tomorrow, I'd put my money on the Bruins and I'd put my money on the Lakers. You know, I'm not, I'm not a special uh, basketball aficionado. Obviously I know more than enough about the sport, more than enough about the team's stats, numbers, players wise. I don't know if I'm, I'm touching basketball quite yet because, you know, LeBron's going to dominate. 
But is AD going to show up? Is he going to show up after quarantine? Is, you know, guys, is it going to be game time for the, the Trailblazers when they come in at eight or nine? You know what I'm saying? So, as I said on the be, last, the last it's podcast, it's going to be tough. Me, go ahead. I didn't, I didn't mean to cut you off. Sorry. The last time, as I said on the last podcast, the Trailblazers suck. They shouldn't, but they suck. Like, that team is something I'm just not worried about to win. Like, the actual real contenders I view is just, Really, it's gonna be the Bucks, Celtics, Clippers, and Lakers. That's it. Right. So I mean, and like I said, more generous than anything to allow those guys in. I mean, ooh. Right. And some of those teams, I mean, right, it's, it is a play in, but some of them didn't have an have like they had no chance. Like the Suns, the fact that they're in the play in, that is that is crazy. They I don't and think they, they had any chance. They'll still probably have no chance. I mean, and as long no, as they show up, no. I don't think they're going to, you know, they, they can obviously, they could play LeBron or someone like that. They're going to get steamrolled, but they, they, they can even get the idea of them getting there is kind of, you know, I, I don't know how much I like this kind of Fruit Loop approach to it. Kind of everyone gets a trophy here. Everyone gets the invite to Disney World. So here, here's something that I just thought was really interesting. So after you get to the, after the six seeds, so all in the Eastern Eastern Conference, the uh, six through one through six has winning records. Once you get to the seven, eight, and nine, the Brooklyn Nets are at seven at thirty and thirty-four. Orlando is thirty and thirty-five, and Washington is twenty-four and forty. Oh. And they are gonna be in this bubble. And then you look at the West. So the West obviously a lot stronger than the East. Um, one through seven all have winning records commandingly. Uh, seven, 40, and 27, the Mavericks, who are obviously a good team with a 597 winning percentage. But then you look at the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies are right around, right under 500, 30, 32 and 33. Portland, 29 and 37. New Orleans, 28 and 36. Sacramento, 28 and 36. And San Antonio, 27 and 36. Phoenix, 26 and 39. This is why. I said, I'm like, right when we got started, I said, I thought San Antonio was a little bit around 500. No, they were sub 500. Like a team that's, um, like, I'm like, just looking at these right now. I mean, what do we have? How many more games did we have left in the season before the, before the league stoppage? It wasn't much. Like teams like Phoenix, there's just no way they were going to catch up. I mean, yeah, they were like three behind, but like, if we just like logically, like it was down to the Pelicans, the Kings and Portland that to get that ninth seed. Or that eight seed, sorry, in the Memphis. I'm trying to get the, the standings up on my phone right now. But, I mean, like I said, oh, what's this here? Uh, 53 and 12 was a buck. So, they were 65 games in out of 82. So, what's that? 17? 17. So, they did have a, oh, so they did have a lot more than, we, than I thought they did. Like I said, I we, haven't, we I haven't really – we were way off. Like I said, we no, we haven't really talked, I haven't really looked at them since March because they, they get me upset when I look at them. But, like, the only three teams that were clinched in the East were the Celtics, Raptors, and Bucks, and then only one team in the West had clinched and was the Lakers. But, the like we right. said, the West is a lot stronger than the East, clearly. I mean, look at the back half of the East, which I knew it was bad. I didn't know it was that bad. Right. But uh, moving away from numbers here, we'll get dates into play. July 31st being the ideal restart date, which is, I mean, what, one month? We're two months out, pretty much, which is, in a sense, not that far away. No. At all. But the finals would end no later than October 12th, 
What do we think about that? I mean, no matter how you slice it, they're not going to have a lot of turnaround time. I mean, you get October, November, you're back at it December. Like we said, you, can you really see them starting that late in January, February? I don't no, think so. they can't. They can't. So I think it's going to have to be a thing where, like, and I feel like if this was any other sport, it wouldn't really work. As in, like, like the MLB players, they look at what they can't even, they can't get out of their own way right now. They might not even play because of this, and we'll get to that. But looking at, like, they end on October 12th. That's right around, like, a month. That's, like, literally, like, around a month before the season's supposed to start for the 2020-2021 uh, season. So it's going to have to be a quick turnaround. But what, have they been sitting inside for the last four months, surrounded by their families? They've, they've had their time. And, I mean, it's going to have to be a quick turnaround. It's just gonna, they're going to have to do it, and that's how they're going to have to get back to the, the schedule. And obviously the next finals won't end until like end in October. They'll get it state of December. They go July or August. Probably July. Mid late Probably July. early July. Early July. Late mid June. mid or early mid July. You're right, because the finals is kind of the finals can run a little bit later in June. Not too too late, but it can Probably, get into yeah. like the middle of June. So looking at it that way. I, mean, I would think that you go from Christmas to like mid late July. And that's that's when you kind of get back into the swing. Then you get the longer off season that they're used to, and it, you know there's just so many things that tie into it. There's so many underlying things. How is this going to affect older players? These guys that are getting kind of up there, um, they're kind of running out of time. You know they don't have that time to rest up. But they granted they've had it now. But if you're in the bubble, you're going in right into playoff play, and that's gonna that's obviously the most competitive play all season. And then you go right into the next season. So it's going to be interesting, and um, I just think. They're going to have to, looking into next year, they're going to have to take the shorter offseason. There's no way that you cannot do it. You just have to do it. It's something they have to deal with. Like we said on the last show, these are unprecedented times, and it's going to require some adapt, uh, adaptations and some changes to the players. Yeah, I think that, I think both on both sides of the coin, NBA and NHL, they have to realize, like, guys, hey, we've been sitting at home for four months. We're rested up. We can play for, what, two months what it, well, July to October, August. They can play for three months, take one more month off. It's not even July, though. It's like August to October because July 31st. Right, right. So, I mean, you got what? August to September is one. September to October is two. Maybe call an extra two or, you know, week or two. I don't know what you really want to dive into it. But they got to say, hey, you know what? We, even, if, even if they start early, I think if you cut, if you make it a 78, 77, 76 game season, I mean, how much is that going to hurt you? Because it's it, not, you know, the teams, the teams that are, are winning teams, they're going to be in no matter what. The Celtics, the Bucks, the Raptors, even on the other side, the Lakers. One through uh, six on both sides. Yeah. So even He's, next year coming back, they, you know, you know who's going to win in the NBA. You don't, you know, you know who's going to suck the house out. I mean, there's no secret. So, you know, ne- looking at next year, I think uh, whether or not they cut a few games, I don't know, or they just have that quick turnaround. And because uh, October 31st, it was, it said? October for October the, 12th. O- October 12th, July 31st. So if they started December 1st and ran to the end of April, I mean, is it that? Can we fit 82 games in there? I don't really know. I'm not looking at a calendar. 
you know, do you cut out, do you have to go back, then you can start worrying about back-to-backs and resting and whatever it might be for the Stars. So, And then the NBA already has a load management problem as it is. So so to get back to the point, I think, you know, they're obviously going to try and get this done. Do they have to go eight regular season games? Uh, I don't really know. Could they have gone right into a tournament and been on schedule in a better, timely manner? Maybe. But if if it's if it works, it works. I mean, there's they get they have to do what they have to do. And no matter how you try to get this the the league calendar back on like a, a regular schedule um, and like kind of like make it normal, the new normal, because obviously you can't get back to the traditional league calendar it's gonna it's gonna change you're ending in october for the uh, 2020 uh season so in order to get back to that calendar i mean they're gonna have to bite the bullet somewhere whether it's cutting games or it's taking the shorter off season and i feel like i've said this a couple of times on the show that the nba has shown just so much they've shown like they're eager to come back and play and um i feel like the turnaround wouldn't really bother them as much as it would to other other sports. The only problem coming in after all this will be money. You know, if, if they got money set aside, they got money all set, then hey, go for it. Good to go. But it's, uh, it's probably the problem of the fact of looking towards next year is how are we going to play 82 games? How are we going to maximize revenue? You know, can we fit a whole schedule in a, a whole, you know, 82 game schedule so we can all get paid kind of deal. That is where the problem real. That's where the real problem lies. I, well, I think personally. Well, obviously, you you automatically lose revenue from the ticket sales and everything that comes in with the game day, like the amount of money you make on a game day. Uh, yes, they year. make more. They'll year. make more for for this year, right? But then I don't even know because remember, this was uh, like last month. They were saying that they might not let fans in until there's a vaccine. And would that be what twelve? What's that? Thirteen something months? I'm like I'm not, I'm not a medical. That, that's, professional here but you go at like 13 something months so that'd be like halfway through next season if the nba was to start in december so who even knows so obviously there is a revenue thing here but it's kind of something that like there's no fair way there's no way to please everyone there's just not it's not possible it's a change right uh, you know, that's my only worry is when the money starts to come in because then you know then what happens if we say, ah, no, we're gonna we're gonna go for more money. It's prime example in the MLB right now. You know, they want to play more games for more money. I get it, but when you start to look at it and say, well, you know, uh, I don't know about this. Maybe we can get more money. We'll play more games. Oh, you don't want to do that? Uh, I don't know anymore. So, if they kind of look at it from the MLB's uh, perspective, and then you know, then you kind of run into a problem where. Yeah, we can try to play more games, but we want more money. We want all our money. And I understand the owners. They got money coming out of the wazoo. And I'm sure they're losing money just as fast. But, you know, they're going to try and capitalize either way. But for the NBA, you know, I think that they'll, you know, they'll be eager to get back as much as the NHL. Obviously, that this plan looks to be set in stone at some point. Uh, tomorrow being Thursday, of course. So yeah, twelve thirty. We'll have to wait and see on the official rulings and the official vote. But you know, from the from the drawback that's been so far of uh, what the sport 
and said with big names that say they want to come back, they're ready to come back, they miss the game. If they're all for it, you know, they've made their money. They're, those Obviously, a guy like LeBron James is, is a star. Mike Trout, you know, he's going to want his $31 million. LeBron, you know, he's got money from Nike. He's got money wherever it might be. He's going to see money. Mike what? Trout doesn't get paid in the MLB. Mike Trout doesn't get on TV. Mike Trout doesn't play baseball. Where he is no he has no money. I mean, I, obviously he's been signed for to a max contract for such amount of years, and he's getting paid for such amount of years. But I'm saying for his maximum dollar sign potential, you know, not to put a price tag on anybody, but obviously he wants to make money. He's Mike Trout, best player in baseball. He's no LeBron James. It's not even that, though, that the money thing, it's like the NBA didn't have as much as a problem with the money this season because, what, they had like 15 games left? They had already made most of the money they were going to make for the year, um, bearing like playoff and uh, incentives and whatnot. But they had pretty much made the, the money they were going to make for the year, probably had one or two more paychecks. So it's kind of for them like the MLB with the whole split revenue with the owners and stuff – that's the problem because they didn't get any of their money they were supposed to get for this year yet because they haven't played. So the NBA had a kind of an easier situation because they were obviously towards the back half of their season and were kind of done with the pay stubs. So it kind of makes it easier to pick up the season where you left off and um, rather than trying to start it up with a whole new look at the whole MLB dumpster fire right now with the whole contract negotiation BS. Yeah, what a what a train wreck! What a train wreck! Yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised if there's no baseball. So shifting gears real quick, I think we you know there's not a ton to talk about NBA wise until they right. get the full plan laid out. Can't but wait it, for the it, brackets and schedules. I can't wait. It, it looks like basketball is certainly coming back. As much I mean, hopefully the uh, players' association over in the NBA, you know, hopefully they can get it done. I think that you know. With a different approach, I think they'll get it done. I think the NHL will get it done. Switching gears, like I said, the MLB, oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. That's right. Uh, MLBPA sent over their 114-game proposal to the MLB um, today or within this week. And uh, the MLB, MLB declined it today, and they do not plan on offering a counter offer. Yikes. No way. There is no way the players are going to say, yeah, yeah, sure, we'll take your deal. No, no way. There's no way they're going to meet. There's no way they're going to find a happy medium here. There's just no way. No, and you know what? And if I'm not mistaken, that was the um, that was 82 games prorated pay, right? What, the MLB's original proposal? Yes. Yes, and then the MLBPA sent back the 114-game one. Yeah, I mean, and they wanted their full pay. Uh, I don't. I'm not so sure about that, guys. I don't know how they expect to get the full pay. Like, that you're not making the money. Like, they're not going to rake in the money that they should be. Like, look at the teams. Like, MLB is the strangest situation because of the no salary caps. So look at the teams like the Brewers compared to the Yankees. The Yankees are able to pay these guys because they make more money. The Brewers, not so much. So right. it's kind of a different thing for each team based on 
demographics, fans, whatever they're bringing in on game days. It's different for every team. And so that's going to make it even harder is what teams are going to be able to afford it and what teams aren't. Because some of these teams, man, they're, they're struggling. They, they struggle to put asses in the seats. And uh, that doesn't help with paying the players. And that is why they can't land the big-name guys. And that's why they all go to New York, L.A., because they have the money to pay them. And that's why I think MLB needs a salary cap. But if there ever was one implemented, it would take years, especially now. Oh, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't see one baseball thrown in like three years if they try to put a salary cap. Because no. you know, if you're if you're someone like Mike Trout, you know, you're gonna be making forty someone's gonna be there's going to be a forty million dollar baseball player a year. There's gonna be the four hundred million dollar baseball player. Who is it? Mookie Betts, maybe Mike Trout. Nah, I don't know if he's got enough enough years left. I mean I'm I'm sure some team will be stupid enough to sign him. You're not Bellinger, gonna see Yelich, maybe one of them you're not going to see Mike Trout sign with, you know, the Cincinnati Reds for $400 million. It's just not going to happen. No. You know? Because they and can't that's do the it. problem. That's the problem because they can they can show him the money. But, you know, what the hell is Mike Trout going to do trying to make a name in Cincinnati, Ohio, where he can go to Los Angeles, where he can go to New York, New York, where he can go to Miami, Florida, where he can go to, I don't know, anywhere I wouldn't California. even say Miami. I'd say Boston. You know, a big market. I I don't think John Henry's not going to pay Mike Trout. No, he well, he obviously wanna... not. I mean, that, oh God, that's a whole other story. John Henry, man, he stinks. Anyway, um, yeah. So, like I said, the salary cap. I'd be good luck. Good luck with the salary cap. I, I'm sure that day will come. Probably not in our lifetime. <laughs> probably uh, later rather than sooner, as the uh, quote is flip-flop I just did there yeah but I mean I was surprised that the MLB rejected the, the offer to be honest with you I get them wanting they would have I, I I get the prorated salary sucks but to get a full salary with that many more game with 30 some odd more games I think they could make it happen and for them to decline it is there's a, a clear line in the sand because after them you know having the first counter offer, I'm like, you know what, maybe maybe they'll 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 say, hey, you know what, we're we're here to play ball too. We're ready to go too. So let, let's see what you have to offer and maybe we can call it a day. MLBPA fires back, nope, sorry. Like I was a little taken back because obviously for the MLB to counter offer first, I mean to say, hey, we're ready to do this, MLBPA say, nah, we want a little more money. And then they say, hey, yeah, forget it. Forget it. We don't and, really want to work with you anymore. I, I was surprised that they did not take that deal. I'm, not, just, I'm not so sure it was so in favor of them. But I, I was more sold on the fact that they were willing to negotiate. And there's just so many people you have to please. you got to please the owners, the players, the league itself. And I just think there's, like we said, no way they find a happy medium. There's just nobody. Will, they won't agree to it. And uh, the players, like Pilar said, Kevin Pilar from the Red Sox said, um, or I think it was him, they, they, they kind of like, they're risky about coming back into the, the dome and um, coming in and playing. Um, a couple of the players have expe- expressed their kind of concerns about that. But it's just so many people that you have to please. So it's, it's so tough. It makes it harder because you're not making the same money, amount of money as you're used to making. 
There's already no salary cap. People are on absurd contracts. And you're not like I said, you're not making the same money. And there's just so many people you have to please that this is gonna be a dump it's it's a dumpster fire already, but it's gonna get bad. Yeah, Which, you're gonna you're, you're gonna see some true colors coming out. And like we said, they they're on the dime, they're on the clock because like NBA is coming back July 31st, if and around there. The NHL is coming back right around there too, or you know maybe maybe a little later in August. So they're on the clock. You know people and, are gonna golf is gonna be back, NASCAR is back, UFC's UFC been back, U's having a fight, MLS is coming. Even the MLS, like who cares about the MLS? They're coming back. They don't even care. They 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 could be getting paid. And McDonald's gift cards, for all we know. I don't know if they're coming. They, they said they're going down to Orlando and they're playing. So they have their CBA in place. I mean, the MLS has their stuff together. The MLB, they cannot afford a season where they get locked out, especially right now. Because people are going to say, hey, like I said on the last on the last episode, you know, whether or not people actually heard me, MLB, uh, NBA is coming back. NHL is coming back. Golf. NASCAR, UFC, they're there. Boxing's coming back. Even the MLS. The NFL is slated to return. Training camps are set to start up. Yep. MLB does not have a season. So what? People don't care enough. That's the thing. They, you know, it, it's one fan for every 10,000 people. One fan for every 25,000 people. You know, whatever the number might be. I'm just making it up off the top of my head. They cannot be stuck in the mud period and i think mlb's like i like i said this on the last episode i mean they wanted to play in the home ballparks is what their plan was originally where they had the three conferences and they play in their home ballparks kind of limiting exposure on the planes no cross-country trips or as least as possible so they wanted to play at the home ballparks you cannot have people playing at benway park in november december when it's snowing it's it's like like weather wise in baseball you can't do it and that it, the weather directly affects the game, whether they can be played or not, which is a little different than other sports like football, thunder, lightning, really the only thing that'll stop you. And, and like NBA, NHL, they're indoors, they play. It's MLB is directly affected by the weather. So they have to get it going because they're running out of time. Well, what are we at, June 3rd today? And they, yeah, don't, even gonna, have, they don't even have a plan. Yeah, they. what was it, July 4th? So they're a month out from their quote-unquote slated plan and, and they, they still have they, to do training camps how are they going to play 110 games you know now i'm starting to think like how the hell are they going to play 110 games like you're in boston i mean it starts snowing out it starts getting down to 34 32 degrees then you're like well guys what that what the hell are we doing here it's november and we're playing our 110th game of baseball like why are we here a world series in december january that just can't happen so they have a time label here and they need to meet it and they really got to get it going because they're going to run out of time like we said i mean what july 4th was the planned return and I, they still have to do training camps pitchers still have to get out there and throw so you're going to have that kind of thing where pitchers and catchers report then fielders report and then everyone starts reporting it's going to have to be that type of thing. You know the spring training is going to take at least a month to get everyone mm-hmm. loose again. So, right. so say they start July. So you go July. So 
okay, you come back mid-July. Then you go, because they're obviously not coming back July 4th. We're like a month away. That's just not happening. They're not even close to a plan. So no. you come back mid-July at the earliest. You have pitchers and catchers, all of them. Takes about a month. You don't get the season started until like mid-August. And then, so you get the season started, and you're going to fit in, it'd probably be closer to 84 games. I couldn't see them reaching 100. So you try to fit in 84 games between August, September, and October, and then you got to play the postseason in November, December. Do you know how ridiculous that sounds? They're going to get out there yeah. and play. You can't be playing baseball in December. Like, oh, Christmas time, you, you know what? Hopefully you're able to gather with the family. The coronavirus is done. Oh, the Red Sox are playing in the postseason. Yeah, what? On Christmas. The, the NBA is tipping off. They are tipping off at the same time as the MLB finishing the postseason. They have a timestamp, and they got to meet it. They have to get the ball rolling here. Yeah, I mean, and I think the most important, most important part next to the money for the players is the people. I will I, – I said it already. If baseball doesn't have a season, there's going to be such a small majority that – is like up in arms that it won't even matter. You know, they won't care like baseball, no season like you and I, I mean, as much as we love going to Fenway, as much as the next, you know, the next Wahoo, whoever cares about even the slightest about baseball to go to a Red Sox game. I can go without it. I know you can. I, I, like I said, though, I really enjoy watching the Red Sox and I hope they have a season, but actually maybe not this season. Cause I don't know how they're going to look, but it, it's just like if the MLB is playing in September, October, their regular season games, uh, not, not, not even there. So we stay, they go back in mid-August. All right, we get NBA and NHL playoffs. So MLB's taking the back seat. So you go, oh, what would we say? August, October 12th. So the NBA goes to October 12th. So my eyes would be dead set on October, uh, through October on the NBA playoffs. Then, not to mention, first week of September, what comes back? The NFL. So then I'm only focused on NBA playoffs and NFL. Baseball, I can give a damn. I'm not going to be caring about their regular season games. Nobody's going to be watching it. So they're going to get going now so they actually bring in viewers because NBA and NHL are going to take all of them when they're playing their postseasons in August, October, the summer, into the the fall. And then the NFL season starts. Baseball is not going to have any viewers. Let's be real. I mean, like I said, I love baseball, and I'm sure a lot of listeners love baseball. But if you're gonna, are you gonna sit there and watch the Red Sox play the Twins, or are you gonna watch like the NBA conference semifinals or NFL Week One, uh, NHL playoffs? NHL playoffs, arguably one of the best, most competitive, most interesting. So they really gotta get it going because if they don't, their viewers are just they're gonna be stripped away by all these other platforms, other sports that are taking, they're gonna take over. Like we said, NBA and NHL will be in their postseasons. Nobody's gonna watch the Red Sox play the Blue Jays or whoever it may be when you could watch the Celtics Bucks and like all these good series that the NBA will have to offer. So they really got to get going. And you know what? I don't really even have a, any hopes of them starting the season because I don't think they will. Yeah, you know, it, it's a telltale sign when the player's uh, offer gets rejected and the MLB says, no, nah, we don't want to counter anymore. Our deal's on the table. So, you know, the Players Association, the Players Union is going to have to get very creative on uh, what they want to do money-wise. Or they're going to have to say, 
guys, let's suck it up. Let's go one year where we don't get paid our full salary because that's 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 pretty much what we're looking at. And the NBA, uh, not NBA, MLB owners. I'm sorry, the MLB owners have even said they are willing to can the season. So that is not good. No, uh, not at all. And I just think there's there's too many mouths to feed here. There's too many people to try to make content, and it's not going to happen. And somebody's going to have to bite the bullet. And let's be real. Like, these MLB players, yes, they have these, this unbelievable talent. But it's not like they're not making any money at all. Yes, they live expensive lifestyles and stuff. They'll be all right. They're still making a lot of money. Oh, there's no secret that they are they're taken care of. They, they have no salary cap. There's no right. rules to abide by. They're on absolutely absurd contracts. Oh yeah, they're they're. Look you know, at the Harpers, like, the Trouts, the they're they're crazy. A Rod, A Manny, A Rod's uh, getting ready to him and J Lo getting ready to throw down on the Mets. Bobby Bonilla. <laughs> I mean, look at he's still getting paid. We're still paying Carl Crawford. Last time I checked, Castillo, <laughs> Rusne. Yeah, he's rotten down there. Like, what are we doing, guys? That's what MLB needs a salary cap. It's just like with the MLB, it's just like, look at they just make so like dumb investments. Like look at Castillo. Like what? He's down in Pawtucket or now Worcester. And he's just what, collecting dust? Let's try to dump his content. Nobody's gonna trade for a triple A star. Nope. So I, I don't even like I don't see them starting the season this year. I really don't. What are your thoughts on that? Do you think do you think they'll start? I don't think so. I think that the players are going to smell money and they're going to smell the money that they lost. So, yes, I think there's going to be season and they're going to have to take a prorated salary because, I mean, what is it? I mean, well, uh, 50 cents is, uh, you know, you try to get a dollar, you end up with 50 cents. 50 cents is 50 cents more than you had a second ago, right? Right. And what do they accomplish not playing? They don't get any money. Like, this is all about money, but you don't make any if you don't play. Exactly. So just get out so and why, play. They're, they're going to take care of you. They are going to take care of you. This is just one season. They're, they're going to take care of you just fine. Go get some money. You know, I don't think fun employment is going to do much for them. No, I don't think they, they'd even be qualified. They can't. Our fun employment is <laughs> not going to be paying out $28 million a week, that's for sure, or $475,000 no. a week. So, I mean... I, I just feel like right now, obviously, giving all the news, I saying I don't, I don't really see it happening. But no. I could on the same side, I can see the players folding because, all right, this is all about money. So, what, you'd rather not play to the maximum dollar? So you'd rather fight to play for the maximum dollar. And you're, you lose the fight, and you don't play at all. That doesn't make sense to me. So I see them folding at some point. It's just a yeah. matter of when, and it's a matter of if the MLB gives up. Say MLB doesn't want to fight this fight anymore. You know what? Screw it. We're canning the season. We'll start I mean, up next year. Yeah, even if they go, if they were looking, just looking to see if they could get it and they would take that offer all around. Obviously, they don't want the prorated salary, but it's when you, you know, you always want to go really high. So they, you know, someone can meet you somewhere in the middle. So maybe they meet somewhere in the middle. You know, I, I don't know, but there's going to be too much money lost if they don't have a season. Absolutely. Because I, I think the owners, they say, you know what? We don't have a season. We don't have a season. 
there's still money to be made, and it's no secret. It's no secret. I mean, anybody with half a brain knows that the players can get paid, owners will still make money, and then we come back next year and we're all right. Yeah, so they, they, they will make they, more money the sooner they start because, like I, I, like I said, NBA and NHL playoffs, they're going to be starting. The only person I can think of off the top of my head is probably my grandfather, who's just a diehard Red Sox fan. Is He's going to be the only one watching the Red Sox over the NBA and NHL playoffs. Which will take away from viewership, and that adds into the money, doesn't it? Yes, exactly. So they're gonna they're gonna have to say, "Hey guys, let's let's you know let's not let NHL and MLB. I don't think they're they're competing for a spot, but they're gonna say, hey, you know what? Let's capitalize. Everybody's watching sports right now. You know, let's get everybody involved. That's what you have to do. Right. I mean, you have to." get a piece of the pie everyone's going to watch sports they're going to need to have take a piece of the pie from the nba the nhl they're going to need to and then you have your and then you have big brother NBA. Way, hang on, let me just pull this up real quickly where is it while you look that up you have the big brother <laughs> in the nfl who takes all the cake so you, you need it you need a piece they need they're going to need a piece Granted, this was during quarantine, in the heart of quarantine, in mid-April. 15.6 million people watched the draft. The NFL draft from the NFL commissioner's basement. 15.6 million people watched it. That's a big number watching a draft. Can you imagine the numbers that would be these big, like the MLB would be bringing in right now? Can you imagine? No, 15. I can't. 15.6 million watched a draft. Put a, put the Red Sox and Yankees together. Have them play a game. People are going to watch that. People are going to watch these rivalry games. 15.6 million. That is crazy. That is, that is sh- like, shattering that that many people watched a draft. Myself included. I've never watched the second, third rounds of the draft. I watched it intently this year. UFC. Uh uh, I was kind of like, oh, I'd be flipping through at night. Oh, a big fight would be on. Buddies be like, oh, let's get the fight. Hundred bucks. You guys can pay for it. Now I'm like, hell yeah, let's watch the UFC. It's like this is the time. Like, take advantage of it. These pro sports leagues. You know, you you have these options to come back and come play. Go play and make up for the money lost by getting more viewers. That's that's what I I was saying. You know, they they can take advantage. Yeah, everyone's right. going to be watching sports. Everyone wants sports. So you have the NBA, you have the NHL, and you have the MLB all at one time. There's going to be something on always, always on. There's going to be sports. Why not miss? Why, how could you miss out on that? And, you, and it's just like you'll have so many eyes on you. And what do you accomplish not playing the season? You don't have to worry about the stress of uh, the league calendar for next year. Not that I'm pretty sure they're not very worried. You will make money. If you don't play a season, you don't make money at all. Maybe on jersey sales. I don't, people are going to buy a jersey when all these free agents are going to leave next year. Like, it's just, it doesn't make sense to me to not play a season. And I, and I have trouble seeing them see, playing a season right now. It just doesn't make sense to me. I, I think money overcomes all, and they're going to need to make something. They can't, you know, guys like, uh, like Brock Holt, who obviously, you know, Red Sox guy, a former, of course. You know, he's got a kid. He's got a wife. You know, Brock Holt makes, you know, a million dollars, let's say. He say, hey, honey, 
sorry, but I'm not going to make a million dollars this year. I'm going to make nothing. They're going to have to say at some point, like, guys, if you don't make your 30 mil, you're going to make 14. If you don't make your mil, you're going to make, you know, 600 grand. I mean, you've got to bite this the bullet somewhere. This is still their somewhere. job. You've got to bite the bullet somewhere. Right. And I, I understand that these guys have this talent, this crazy talent, but it's not like you're getting, like, peanuts to go out and play. No, peanuts compared not. to the $400 million contracts you're getting. Yes. But hell, I think anyone, you give anyone in Braintree, Mass, where we're located, that the money they, they'll be getting, uh, they'll be happy campers. They'll be jumping up. They'd move out. Right. They wouldn't be here anymore. They'd be no, on the they, golf course. They live right on they it. They would run so fast. They would build a house right in the middle of it, not in Braintree, because the one in Braintree sucks, of course. But you give anybody $400 million, they're, you know, thank you, smell you. They're not going to ask any questions. I hope not. That's what I don't no. know. I hope not. But again, this is what we see. We find ourselves saying all the time during this whole crazy pandemic time. It is a wait and see type of thing. And that is what the MLB will be, will ultimately be. And uh, maybe things start turning a little brighter towards the bet towards the better of things. But right now, like I said, I, I struggle seeing them having a season. It's going to be a long way to uh gonna be a long way back to uh hold on i'm getting a call here i'm trying to figure out what i'm doing it's, it's gonna be a long way till they figure something out that's what i was trying to say absolutely and we're starting to little run a little bit uh a little bit out of time here alex you want to go ahead and plug absolutely so uh Ju- my good friend justin carroll and i over on the j and j wrestling podcast every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at J&J Wrestling Pod. Give us a listen on Spotify, J&J Wrestling Podcast. Like I said, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Be sure to follow us there. Turn on notifications if you can. I'm not sure if you can. We'll double check on that. But uh, yeah, we've been yeah, very successful. Very happy with the uh, listenership, I guess. Is that what you call it? But uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're doing one. We're hanging in there. We're doing good. Lots of... Uh, you know, wrestling was so fortunate not to stop during everything. So, hey, I'll take it. Right. And on the red line front here, be sure to follow us on on Instagram at Redline Sports 617. And on Twitter, exciting news here, at Redline Sports, no six, just Redline Sports. Wow. So be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Subscribe. I'm sure you have if you're listening. But thank you again for the continued support. And we will talk to you guys on Friday. Feel it.